Hello, fellow safety and health professional, and welcome to another podcast in a series of podcasts based on an article in Safety and Health magazine that's all about you. Does being upset while driving increase your chances of getting involved in an accident? That's the question Virginia Tech's Transportation Institute set out to answer. In an extensive study, it's really a good one, too. They used 3,500 participants that drove a total, if you put all their mileages together, 3.5 million miles while they were being monitored. And they were from 16 to 98, I believe. So in other words, a whole gamut of ages and participants and all different driving situations and all different types of um, professions. The results showed that a person who was upset is five times more likely to get into an accident than someone talking on their cell phone. So it's actually safer to talk on your cell phone than being upset. Five times safer. Of course, both are something you shouldn't do, but if you can, help it for sure. It also showed that a person who is a model driver compared to someone who is upset, the person who is upset is 9.8, just about 10 times more likely to get into an accident, to have a mishap while driving. And here's a quote from the white paper that I read this from, from the Institute. Quote, driving while emotional is more dangerous than driving while drowsy, fiddling with the radio or air conditioning, or chatting to passengers, unquote. In fact, it showed that really the only thing that we do regularly that's more dangerous than being upset was if you took your eyes completely off the road while texting. Now, I didn't find it surprising that being emotional made you a more dangerous driver. I've read various studies, and I just know from my personal life, I'm sure you do too, that when you're upset, you're more likely to make mistakes, get into an accident, that type of thing. But I was amazed at how much difference it made. Almost 10 times more likely to get into an accident if you're upset than when you're not upset and you're driving fine. And, and similar studies targeting various industries have also shown that being upset increases your chances of causing a mishap. They did with nurses in Boston one time about when they're going through a divorce. They did for offshore workers, uh, I, you know, the people work on rigs, oil rigs. Now, being distracted and rushing and violent behavior are the three most common results of being upset that increase your chances. There's a bunch of other things, but that's the main ones. And knowing this has helped me be aware of my own emotions and behavior, uh, as well as helping others, particularly as a safety and health pro, to realize this too. Now, during my Create a Vibrant Safety Culture talk and seminar, I show attendees how they can help themselves and their employees recognize and diffuse situations that can upset them. Now, here are three practical tips that I pass on during my seminars and talks on this subject. First one, leave early. A limousine driver, a client had hired for me, picked me up at the airport, that was nice. Uh, he had over 40 years of experience as a professional driver. Well, on the way to the event, you know, we started discussing what it takes to be safe behind the wheel. And he told me his brother once asked him to give his son, who was about to get his driver's license, some driving tips. So I asked him, well, what was the most important advice you gave your nephew? And here's what the limousine driver said. 
I told him to leave early. Now, that's a wise advice for everyone, not just someone who's just getting their license. Because when you give yourself plenty of time to do something, in this case, get to a place you're driving to, you tend to be more relaxed no matter what you're doing. You're also less likely to rush, get frustrated. Uh, if something holds you up, like, say, heavy traffic or you know a detour you didn't expect, Though I always have, since probably my early 30s, tended to leave early for my travels. I did that before I met this limousine driver. But after talking to him and after he said that, I started leaving even earlier. And I started giving myself more time for any physical projects, particularly that I had. You know, I'm going to go do something out in the backyard or clean the leaves or you know, do something around the house. Number two, put things in perspective. I tell this story regularly. I've been for many years, and it's a true story, something that happened while I was a, a safety uh, supervisor at a power plant. One of the mechanics, he, uh, he was a bodybuilder, a really strong man, and uh, he was it was a real nice guy. He didn't have to seem to have any temper problems. This was the first time something like what I'm going to tell you happened to him. But he actually got mad at a bolt. He was trying to remove a bolt to open up a uh, pipe, a flange and a pipe. And this one bolt was really being stubborn and he, and he went to great lengths to try to get it to loosen. And when it finally broke loose, he hit his head. And this, at least this is what he told me in the accident investigation with what's called a cheater bar, which is like a crowbar you put on top of a wrench to give it more leverage. Uh, and the cheater bar came off the wrench, hit him in the head and he got stitches. So it was actually a recordable incident. Now, I don't know how mad I would have gotten at the bolt, but I do know it's common for people to get angry at the simplest thing like inanimate objects, like a drawer in your kitchen getting stuck. Uh, I know that's true because years ago I broke the handle on a door, a, a drawer, because I kept on yanking. I got really mad at it. Uh, and I, I don't do that anymore. I take time to realize that this isn't that important it's not worth me breaking something or getting hurt and so that's another thing you can pass on to your employees and that realize that look it's it, it's an inanimate object or something's happening it's not that important enough for you to get angry and get hurt number three take a break this is an age-old advice and it still works as a safety and health pro on job sites I've conducted dozens, maybe you have two, of what we used to call them take-twos in the nuclear industry, or where you would do a pre-job briefing or everybody stand around and talk about what the hazards are. We even had a list we'd go over. And I've stopped jobs for hazards, you know, or somebody not following a procedure, a safety procedure. But I've also, various times, stopped jobs, had the folks who were working on whatever, to step away from the job because I could tell they were upset or something wasn't going right. You know, they were getting frustrated. And then we'd go off to the side and we'd talk about it. We'd calm down. I'd let everybody know, look, we got to just break from this severe emotions that we're feeling. Well, I do that to myself now, too. Uh, like if, if I have something that's going on that I'm starting to get upset about, you know, if I'm uh, trying to fix something and it doesn't, go the way I want to or I'm driving and I'm really getting upset, I'll pull over or take a break or do something that will help calm me down. I, I usually use my breath, which I've talked about before and written about before in, in these articles. I'll 
take a break and then pay attention to my breathing. It works. It works. In fact, it's almost miraculous how well it'll help you reduce your negative emotions. Now, everybody gets upset sometimes and to varying degrees. And as the VT Transportation Institute study I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, it's a safety issue, an important one. But it's also a quality of life factor because when you are upset, you're not enjoying yourself. And that's another reason to work on and use these three tips I passed on to you.